Welcome to the Possibility Perspective with me, Jess. Authentic, bold, and challenging conversations. The authentic part comes in as me just showing up with an openness to possibilities. The bold is getting to some topics that might ruffle some feathers. And the challenging is for all of us to challenge ourselves, be open to looking at things through a different lens. You'll hear stories from me, conversations with peers, and interviews with experts on a variety of topics, all with different perspectives. Now, let's get started. Okay, here we are, take two. The beauty of doing your own podcast is you get to start over if you screw up the first time around. Welcome to episode three, titled Shit or Get Off the Pot. Um, I brought on a guest today to talk about this because, so you could take this literally (laughs) if you live in a home with one bathroom, (laughs) as I do. Um, You can also take this uh, into pretty much every aspect of your life. And my guest today, Jennifer Santos-Spago, is somebody who I feel like lives this in her personal life and in her professional life. And I've chatted with her a couple of times and she's the type of person that has literally taken control of her own life and taken control of her business in a year that businesses like hers might have just kind of collapsed and gone under. And she really had that, all right, let's do this mentality. And so Jennifer, welcome to my show. Thank you, Jessica. I'm so happy to be here today. And we've had some conversations about this. I mean, in in general, about people and lives and getting stuck in inaction. And I want to start back with your personal journey and taking control of your own life and your own health and just share a little bit about that and that mindset and that process and your why behind it. Oh, great. Yeah. So definitely the why about it was life or death. What do you want to do here? Um, So in my own personal journey, I am a mother of two. I have a 21-year-old and an 18-year-old. And after, you know, 15 years of raising them, you can't really blame them for all of your health and wellness issues anymore. Like, oh, I was pregnant. That's why I was overweight. So for me, my journey started really with me realizing like, okay, if you don't get your shit together, you're going to (laughs) die. So in that journey, I thought, well, what does everyone do? Sign up for the gym. Uh, We know we're supposed to eat healthier, so we pretend we're going to, that sort of thing. And I was the type that was showing up but complaining during classes or, oh, this is too hard and I can't do it, or just feeling that pain after the workout and being discouraged, thinking, oh, I have to rest. I have to give myself a week off now. Uh, And then one day I realized, like, okay, I've been at this for a year I'm not really much different. I'm more stressed out now. And then I thought to myself, okay, you either got to do this or or you're not doing it. So it's perfect. The shit or get off the pot moment (laughs) for me. And in that moment, I was like, aha, I'm going to become a health and wellness guru. And then I will have to hold myself accountable to getting the results, not only for myself now, but also for others. And that, and that part of my journey is when I really started to understand that there's a couple of type of people, a couple of different types of people in the world. There's some who have the ability to care just about themselves. And then there's some who have more ability to care about others. And I found I'm someone who cares a lot more about 
others. So if I'm doing it for others and in return, it just becomes the way of life for me that may work. And you know what? Success. Five years later, I've definitely hit some milestones on my journey that I'm very proud of. No kidding. Um, and so one thing, this is this is like kind of a tangent, but there's a country song by Casey Musgraves and it's called Blowing Smoke. But one of the lines in the song is, so-and-so hasn't lost their baby weight and that baby's about to graduate from college. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So um, when it comes to health and wellness, it really is a choice. And it really is a moment where you go, I can... My knees can hurt, my back can hurt, you know, I cannot fit into my clothes, I cannot keep up with my kids, I can't go do the things I want to do, or you just choose to do something different about it. And it's easier said than done, I think, because we get stuck. We get really stuck in our own head, we get stuck in our stories, I think. I think we tell ourselves a lot of stories and a lot of excuses, and we talked about this previously, but I mean, what are some of your favorite excuses you've heard? Oh, gosh. Um, I have back pain. (laughs) I can't do it because my knees hurt. Um, Let's see. Other excuses would be, well, I have, I do have um, a few members in my life that uh, I'm waiting for their call pretty much every, before every class. It's my um, sister came, so I have to run out with her, or like just putting other like it goes back around to that putting other people's needs before our own. And um, there's been times when I've had people have like 15 people die in six months because that's their excuse to why they didn't come. Oh, there was a death in the family or uh, things like that. So it, it goes from you know there's probably some hint of truth in some of those, but then it's it's sometimes I start to wonder, are these people just like, this works, this excuse works, so let me just keep using it, because after a while, I start contemplating, like, okay, now that your whole family is gone, let's make sure you're alive still, so you should jump on your journey. Uh, sometimes I kind of use their excuses back at them to help to get their minds to think a little bit different. That's important, because I that's the thing is, I think we can all have excuses if we, I mean, excuses are always there if you choose to use them, right? We can all have an excuse for why we don't do something. Uh, and I, th- going back to the, the metaphor, shit or get off the pot, I, when it, especially when it comes to your health and wellness, if you really get down to it, you don't really have a choice. I mean, unless you're just going to die. Uh, like you said, I mean, that was your, that was your moment. Yeah, it was your aha moment. Like, okay, this is, this is not really a choice anymore if I really want to live and live truly. Uh, the other thing that we've talked about is the definition of what it means to get healthy. Because I think that there's a lot of definitions of health out there. And what is health to you? What does that mean? Ooh, health and wellness. I could sum- summarize that up in one word, genergy. <laughs> I definitely have to say it's just mixing yourself into that mind body core connection. And you just like right now, even talking about it and thinking of it, I'm getting that like kind of goosebumpy feeling and it, it just stems up from your soul and you just feel that vibration, that vibrant energy. And you'll, you'll know you're around someone like that. Um, because if you're in a 
low vibrational place, you're aggravated by them. And if you're in a high vibration place, you're like, Ooh, I know that feeling. And you can live vicariously through their good, you know, happy moment or, you know, their accomplishment of some sort. So to me, it's not about like being a certain weight. It's not about being uh, like looking a certain sort of way or anything, you know, superficial from that perspective. To me, health is about having that ability to jump up out of bed in the morning. Maybe if you're someone who's not good in the morning, like I can be sometimes (laughs) or having that, like, yes, I'm going to get up and go train at 6am because I want to get that good, vibrant feeling, uh, you know, to get the rest of the day going. So, and also it's a lot about how we're feeling, how we're thinking, even like our thought process, we can be eating, right. We can be working out every day. And then if we're not in that right state of mind, the dots are like not connecting and people that are eating out there, you ever hear other people like, Oh, they had, you know, so-and-so had a heart attack. And then you're like, wait, what? Like they eat good all the time. They're always out running or walking or they're active. And you wonder like, well, how, okay. So if that's not the answer. So I did a little bit of investigating when I first got in my own mind space, my new mind space and started realizing like, what was the difference between now and then? And for me, really what it was, was a matter of changing my mind and really loving challenges and wanting to face them. That was the key right there. <laughs> That's huge. And I feel like health and wellness is a balance. And and it's a really tricky balance because, you know, you can, you can, I don't know how to say this without being judgmental or rude, but you can love yourself at any size. So it's not about self-love, right? You can love yourself but there also is a practicality to health and wellness from like a numbers point of view, right? So how do you how do you work with people on on that balance? Okay, good question. I love this one. So when I get people on the scale and say they've been coming, you know, I've been working with them for like two or three months, they get on the scale and the scale went up. The first thing that happens is their face drops. They're like, oh my gosh, I'm heavier. And then I say, okay, but how do your clothes fit? Well, my clothes are a little looser. Okay. So you technically can't be heavier, like width wise, right? (laughs) If your clothes are fitting like baggy, you're clearly, you're losing the inches. So then I just let them know like, well, you've built some muscle and muscle does happen to weigh a different amount than fat. So, you know, maybe you're shrinking, but the scale says you're getting bigger. So for me, I like to let people know that it is important to be mindful about the numbers and the logistics of things. But then, right, we have to balance that with how are we actually feeling and what are the tangible results that we're experiencing? Like, even if you've had no clothing change and your weight's gone up a little bit, but how do you feel every day now in comparison to like before you started your journey? Are you waking up excited for the day or are you waking up like, oh, I got to do another day? (laughs) You know, exactly. I mean, I know physical being physical fitness for me. I mean, and this is where you get into perspectives of what fit means, right? Because I'll I'll use an example of just ability levels. Um, I've hiked the Grand Canyon twice and I've heard like there's people that run that thing, right? So it's like for them, like, okay, no big deal. There's some people though that look at the Grand Canyon as a ginormous feat, right? It's steep, it's hot, it's hard. 
And it's scary because it's high. You're kind of seeing over ledges. And so I, it was really a fascinating thing for me to hear different perspectives about the Grand Canyon and then go hike it. And I was like, oh, okay. I mean, I've done this before, right? I mean, this, this is like not really that hard for me. And, but at the same time, that's my perspective because of where my ability level is in the hiking world, right? So now flip that and you go to Angel's Landing, which is like... For physically, it wasn't that bad for me. Mentally, however, I had to take a minute. I, I literally, I, we got through like one, like the going up part, like the beginning of it is like really groomed, really wide. You get up there and then it's like the last stitch that's like that famous Angel's Landing, scary, drops off on both sides. So like there's one chunk of it and then you get a minute and then you can see where you have to go and it's just this like steep winding thing up and there's people everywhere. And I didn't think I was afraid of heights. I didn't think, I, I, I wasn't mentally prepared for myself to mentally break down. <laughs> I had no idea this was going to happen to me. And I literally almost didn't do it. I had two of my friends with me and I, had, I was like, I need to sit down. I need to, need to eat a cliff bar. I just need like to take a moment because for some <laughs> reason, like I was shaking. I was so scared. And so... And I think there's people that just like, you know, can swing up that thing, no problem. And then there's people physically who that is like a very physical, like tough challenge. And so the reason I share this is because we often compare ourselves to other people and then we judge other people or we judge ourselves in that in those comparisons. And I think when it comes to our health and wellness and our exercise and our nutrition and our mindset, it has to be our own journey. And it has to be true to us. And that's why it's, you know, not really ever a one size fits all. Right. And so what do you say to people who are like that? They're judging themselves based on comparisons to other people. You are where you're at and you're grateful for it. You just got to keep coming to class. (laughs) That's my main motto for that. Another is who cares what our arms look like today? Because we work on those bad boys every Tuesday. We have cake top Tuesdays. So (laughs) Um, I've definitely met quite a bit of, especially women that are very much so they're challenged by their physical appearance. It is a lot of pressure for females to be this like specific like image or look. And I do, when I meet people, I do see that that's playing a huge role in their self-esteem and such. So I am very blessed to know a wonderful woman. Um, she's one of my members. Her name is Sandra. She is like just the the best role model or the best um, example I should say I could give of this where I met her and she was very insecure about her arms and she's like I have a wedding and I want to wear a sleeveless dress and I told her we're getting you in that sleeveless dress and you are going to be proud in that dress and she's like really we only have three months and I said it doesn't matter we only need five minutes And she was like, really? And then, so working with her over the three months, we did a lot of arm focused exercises. I'd reiterate in classes like, hey, we're here, we're supporting Sandra. Of course, it's a group class. So we do work on individual goals, but in a group setting, I get everyone on board, talk about it, verbalizing it, saying those really positive affirmations to people, like showing my arm jiggle in the class. Like, look, my arm jiggles too, guys. Uh, you know, and relating with individuals and letting them know like, hey, I'm on that journey with you. And three months later, she wore that sleeveless dress. 
she got compliments on her arms and afterwards she was like i haven't even reached a place where i feel comfortable with myself exactly you know per se however because of the experience she had literally she is like our she's like our mascot for like be comfortable with your arms now so it's it's really great to also to watch the journey where people just shift their thinking and that's you know that's so. huge and yeah and the other thing i could say too real quickly about that is you know she's so motivated now that i taught them this arm exercise and you know what anyone can take this where you just flip your palms up and down my arms probably get out of the shop here but then you do this twist and then you can twist and hold here she does that every day now and now she, her arms are like more cut than mine so <laughs> she's now my arm role model i love that yeah. i love that um because that's it that's the thing is like she she went into the po- like you got her into the possibility mindset you got her into like no you can do this we're gonna work on it and this is the shit or get off the pot moment you but you have to take the action right that's the whole thing is taking the action what do you think if you were to say what do you think the top things are that get us into inaction like why because we know like sometimes a lot of time we know we know we want to do something or we know we should do something and that could be in our fitness it could be in our nutrition it could be in our mindset it could be cleaning the house like what do you think drives the inaction Ooh, i love this one too <laughs> uh so a couple of things come to mind comfortability fear i would have to say um addiction those are probably the three main things i hear from people a lot i know i need change but and then that but part i think is more so related to people don't know what to do jessica they think they do they may know in general okay i know i need to eat healthier but if you're used to going to the store and shopping all the middle aisles and getting all the processed foods and every time you go into that store you just walk that same sort of pattern every time well how much change are you going to find there cuz i say shop the perimeter of the store i very rarely go down the aisles in the middle and i'm taking a different action and getting a different result so then when i'm working with individuals I'm sort of assessing like okay you want this you're contemplating the change you're not you know in a way what you need to do but you're not doing it and then that's the piece right there where I get to tap in and, and sometimes it's also in you know keeping in line with fear about it it's this fear of being judged for the change you're in this community and this community really accepts you in a specific way and if you make any changes you're rocking that boat you might get rejected so i do feel that there's some sort of subconscious like survival instinct to it that maybe most people don't even like associate that or correlate that with it but i think it does have a lot to do um of course acceptance into a community we have a greater chance of survival but then we're not always mindful of the like if is is that community functional or dysfunctional sometimes dysfunctional looks real functional to people very so. true i mean we only know what we know and and we're so creatures of habit and so breaking those habits is hard and then the other factors come into it yeah your 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 
um, the people around you. Um, like you said, addictions come into this hugely. I mean, I'll raise my hand as a sugar addict. I mean, it's tough. Tough life. (laughs) Um, because every sugar is in everything, right? Um, I want to jump to this because this is something that the reason I reached out to you in the first place when I found your work is the thing that you did with your business. You went from an in-person trainer to literally creating an entire online space and talk about the evolution of that and your that decision point like where you were like okay I got to do something here Ooh, goosebumps girl goosebumps oh, one of my most amazing moments in my life um I was definitely in a moment of okay it was March 13th everywhere I was contract I'm a mobile fitness instructor prior to that and, you know, going around to different places. So everywhere I was contracted with and teaching and all these amazing energies I've connected with for years now, like three years. And I get this like calls, emails, everything on March 13th. We're shutting down. We're shutting down. We're shutting down. You can't invoice us anymore. We, you can't come. We're, everything's like done. And I'm like, ah. And so a split second of thought was like, that's my whole life. That's my whole business. That's everything I do. And then the next thought was, no, I cannot be stopped. Like I've gotten this far, but I wasn't really sure yet what I was going to do. But I knew Monday morning at 8 a.m. we were having a class. I just had to figure out how. (laughs) So quickly I thought, okay, outside. But then I was like, well, what about the weather? Or what about getting people there? And that could be just dramatic and too much. So then it dawned on me. Ooh, I had a networking meeting that same Friday and they did it on Zoom. And I was like, oh, okay. So this is my platform. And I remember contacting the woman that was hosting the Zoom. And I was like, how do I do this? What do I do? Like, where, where do I go? And how do I get set up? And so she explained to me, like, in the beginning, Zoom had the 40-minute cap. And I was like, no, 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 we need an hour. So then I, right away, like Saturday morning, I was like, like downloading Zoom, I was signing up, paying for like the pro version. Uh, I still hadn't yet told any of the members or anyone I was working with because I was like, all right, let me just make sure I can get this set up. So I set everything up and I sat there staring at myself in this like Zoom reflection, just me. And I was like, all right, girl, you're just gonna give these people classes because what mattered more to me than anything was, oh, We have been working for three years. These people have worked so hard. The results that they have gotten, I could imagine them all emotionally eating, getting depressed, gaining like three times as much weight as they'd already lost. And that right there was like, okay, this can't happen. And then I thought about me and I was like, well, what if I'll probably be on the same boat with them and we'll all be like a mess when we come back together. So against my business mentors, um, suggestions because they were like you should charge and I was like no 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 I'm giving everyone free classes so for the first three months I was like you know what just show up and and let's just keep working and we'll figure out the rest later like I had no clue I don't even own a television so I had no idea like to the extent of the shutdown I was going into stores like oh my god everything's cut it out so it was like this progress of like I have to stay strong and figure out what we're going to do. But then also my own human realization of like, oh, whoa, this is nuts. (laughs) This is big. This is deep. So 
yeah, uh, Monday morning, eight o'clock, we spent our first hour just trying to get, um, that's my senior crowd and the don't be fooled by the word senior there, they can plank for like 30 minutes. So they're very strong individuals after working with me. However, we're technology challenged me included because I don't really utilize technology much. So it was, it was quite the, the episode of we probably could have been like on America's Funniest Home Videos and won <laughs> because it was all of us trying to figure out and me being the tech genius who had no clue what I was doing, trying to explain to people how to, you know, get themselves logged in and sign up for their accounts and stuff for Zoom. So our first hour was like, yay, we made it on. Okay, cool. See you on Wednesday. We'll do the same thing. And then um, over time, my members, it, it got a little smoother. It was rocky here and there. Then it would get smooth and then it would rock, go rocky again. We'd sign up new people and it was like back to the beginning and everyone was very calm and patient about, you know, everyone's quirks with it. And eventually about a month and a half or two months in. So mind you, free classes, my members were so super generous. They were all like sending me checks and like, I was like, guys, this is free. They're like, no, like we want to care for you because you're so caring. And that really touched me. I like cried in classes. I was like, this is such an amazing, like I'll cry now probably. Like it was just so much love. And it was just, everyone around us was just like chaos and like, oh, what do we do? And we were like, yes, we love each other. We're so happy that we had each other. And um, I probably went off on a little tangent um, and now I'm emotional. But I definitely did get encouraged by a couple of my members to say, hey, you know what? Let's make this a thing. Let's set, create memberships. We'll sign up. We'll support you. We'll do this. And then birthed out the 15 hours of class a week memberships with different tier levels, including like I offer enough free classes. You can come for free and get results. However, there are some perks still, of course, to becoming a member, uh, things that you can get, of course, that way. Uh, that you couldn't other ways but so and then you know as it evolved it was like such a team effort and that is so what I stand for you know like teamwork makes everyone's dream work not just the dream it's just everyone's dream works that way so it's it's really a great moment in my life um, for sure uh, on a, a multitude of levels and none of us gained any weight during COVID so worked. (laughs) That's awesome. Congratulations on that. And kudos to you for seriously saying, okay, life's throwing me a giant curveball and I'm just going to figure out how to roll with it. And I think that's the lesson for me is we all are going to have curveballs in every aspect of our lives. And so we're all going to have those shit or get off the pot moments. And the irony of it is, the irony of it is for me is Either one's a choice. You either shit or you get off the pot. And then own your choice. Because I, I did a previous episode about, you know, who decides which thing is positive or negative about the glass half empty or half full, right? You could do the same thing with this analogy. The point is to make a choice. Don't just sit in an action. And if you make the wrong choice, cool. Learn from it. Move on. Adapt, right? And I think that that's, that's what we're here for, is to show up for people. Like, you are showing up for, you showed up for people. You never stopped. You showed up for yourself. And look at it now. And so, before we wrap up, how do people know about what you're doing and if they're interested in joining a class? Yes. Oh, thank you so much for that. 
So people can learn about me at my web on my website at www.your-d2r.com, and it's the number two. Um, and also, uh, they can. Um, I don't know. Otherwise, yeah, my website. Um, I'm big about call. Call me 857-246-0323. I'm more hands-on than most people. I do love connecting deeply with individuals. So yeah, if you're like ready to gun-ho, go at it, I say call me. Because if you go on my website, you're going to contemplate change. You might think you're going to shit on that pot, but you might not. <laughs> uh, but if you call me and I have your contact information now. I can help to hold you accountable. And that's definitely something that I'm big about too. So I know that the uh, journey for sure, <laughs> it does get challenging. Also too, real quick, a, a great mention is um, I do have a phenomenal team. I do work virtually myself. I have a phenomenal in-person team over at the Fit Body. Uh, Sophia Bruno, she is definitely the definition of someone who not only shits on every pot she finds, but she also is a pot for people. Well, I don't want to say it that way. <laughs> That's not going to come out right. But she is also a pot where you could go and utilize her as a resource if you needed to take your shit. <laughs> so she is great. And um, that team of 11, they are all phenomenal trainers. We work together as a great team. And that is over, uh, of course, that we're sort of in person. So that's centered in Canton, Massachusetts. She has three locations now, two in Canton actually, and one in Sharon. Um, and then, you know, some of the team there, I did uh, put this over to them like, Hey, you know, should I get off the pot thoughts guys? And, you know, as trainers, a lot of it was like, Hey, that's action. Take accountability. Don't waste a resource or like, don't hog it. If you're not going to, you know, utilize it, get off of it and get, let someone else jump on that then, you know? So, um, that's another way you guys could, you know, find me if you're local, of course, in Massachusetts, <laughs> close to Boston. And then again, if not, hey, we got the virtual world and I've been connecting with people all over. We're even trying to get some, uh, some of our members, family live in other countries like Jamaica, and we're uh, even trying to expand out internationally. So it's exciting. I love it. And so for everyone, just so you know, your dash d2r.com and that stands for your dreams to reality, just so you know. So that that really is, it's, it's about action. So thank you, Jennifer, for joining me. I loved this conversation. We'll have to do it again. And you'll be doing, at some point in the near future, your own thing on our network to be revealed, uh, which is going to be cool and different and a great experience. So thank you for taking the time. And thank you so much for having me, Jessica. It's always a pleasure to chat with you. You are such an inspiration for me, definitely. All right. Until next time, everyone, I hope you enjoyed the possibility perspective. Have a wonderful rest of your day.